They beat Kentucky soundly, thanks in no small part to Alex's 32 points, her high-water mark for the season. The ESPN commentators go on and on about what a difference there is between the Alexis Woods of the first two-thirds of the season and the Alexis Woods of this last third. She was good before, definitely one of the best players in the country, they say. But now? Now there's nothing like Alexis Woods, not in any sport, not in any league, not anywhere. But Alex, for her part, other than signing a few autographs and posing for photos with little girls who want to be the next Alexis, there's a Jersey t-shirt that says that now, ignores the extra attention. Basketball's never been about attention for her anyway. It's been about freedom. And ever since her suspension ended, she's been free on the court in a way she hasn't felt in a long time, free in a way that none of the Crown and Cokes, none of the women at Grounders have been able to give her. It's a freedom she hasn't felt since... Cassie? Cassie! That night. She can't explain it any more than the ESPN reporters can. The closest thing to the truth she's managed to say so far is, My suspension, I'm not saying that I'm glad it happened. But something about it got me back on track, made me really grateful for what I have. She tells the middle-aged ESPN woman with the microphone in the locker room after the Kentucky game. I don't want to pry, the ESPN woman says. So obviously you don't need to share the details of why exactly you were suspended. But would you characterize the suspension as a wake-up call? Yeah, Alex says, nodding. The woman probably wants her to say something more, but Alex knows she's on national television, so she just nods again and says, Yeah, a wake-up call. She looks into the camera at the last second, something she usually avoids, fleetingly wonders if Graham might see the interview or if Ophelia's older brother will see it and send a link to Graham. What a dumb thing to wonder. Why would Graham care? The team doesn't stay in a hotel room that night. After the game, there's only time for quick showers, and then they're heading to the airport for a flight back home. On the bus to the airport, Alex takes out her phone, thumbs through her contacts until she finds Graham's number. Her last name is Griffin. Alex learned that from staring at the scrawl on her coffee cup. Alex hesitates. Graham's insistence four days earlier that Alex should send her something about Cassie wasn't invited and was, frankly, a little forward for her taste. But she didn't throw away the coffee cup. When you're ready, you will. For three days. And Graham's name and number nevertheless ended up in her contacts. Maybe it's the lingering high of the game that's got Alex thinking about writing to Graham now. She wants to share this feeling of victory with someone besides her teammates, wants someone besides a reporter to ask her how she thinks it went. It's the same urge to share the unique feeling only basketball gives her that's landed her in the beds of so many strangers this season. Because before that night, the first thing Alex used to do after a game was call Cassie and tell her how it went. But now there's no one to call, so each game only underscores the gaping hole in her life that Cassie once occupied. She keeps trying to fill that hole, but whatever or whomever she puts into it only leaves her feeling more empty than she was before. 
So she stares at Graham's name in the two line, stares at the blinking cursor in the text field for nearly a full minute before she starts typing. <laughs>